0: This, this, this is is is
1: fight disciples.
0: We are gathered here today
1: for the fight disciples UFC and boxing
0: talk. Hi, I'm Adam. Welcome to an extra special download for you from the Fight Disciples Don't forget to write us a 5 star review on iTunes And subscribe so therefore you never miss out on any exclusive content This weekend at the Echo Arena in Liverpool Frank Warren's putting on an amazing card which features Liam Smith defending his world title Also on there defending his European bantamweight crown is Ryan Farag And he popped in for a bit of a chat with me you're listening to the Fight Disciples Podcast. Yeah, I can't wait, especially with it being um
1: I'm really looking forward to Saturday.
0: Well, off the back of what we just experienced on Sunday, Scouts Boxing at this moment in time is absolutely flying. The turnout for Bellew and all the guys on the undercard, again, at Liverpool heavy undercard. You look at the weekend, world champion defending for the first time in 40 years in Liam, and then you've got the undercard, all the local boys on there. Absolutely flying. This area is buzzing right now. Yeah, it's fine. Um,
1: I, I was just saying to someone earlier, um, it's great for for young boxers in the city coming up, you know, there's loads of role models now, you've got two world champions in value and Liam, and you know, the younger lads can look at them and, and realise
0: that, you know, your dreams can become a reality just, just, just off looking at them too. Um, it's weird as well when you go twenty three years without a world champion, and then two come along like London buses, man. They're in, well, aren't they? Look, there's going to be even more coming through. Shame. Exactly. yeah. You know, I, I want to fight for the world title
1: myself in the next twelve months, and um, if everything goes to plan and uh, everything goes the way it should, then you know I don't see why 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 I shouldn't be a world champion in the next twelve months. You know, I feel great. I've got a good people around me at the moment. Um, good management team. Um, Are you still trying out of uh, ERT? Yeah, still training at Everton at Triangle. Paul and Mick Stevenson, my mm-hmm. coaches there, coach me since I was a since I was a young amateur. Um, but we recently signed with MGM, right? They manage us now, and and you know they've been looking after us. And since I've since i signed with them, you know I've had three fights in 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 uh, in, in short time. So. You know, busy, and, and that's, that's exactly what I want to be doing.
0: Well, that's it, isn't it? That's, in, that's the important thing. As a, as a boxer that has been an amateur, you're used to fighting every day of the week, you know what I mean, as an amateur fighter. And when you turn pro, then things start to change up a little bit. So inactivity then becomes a bit of a burden. You need to be out, you need to be regular, especially as a young guy coming through wanting to make a big name for himself. That regularity, to keep the momentum going to get towards the title fights is, is imperative, really. Yeah, it
1: is. Um, I, had, I had a year... I a different fight mm. um before I won my title and box for a year. Didn't have a chance to get a warmer fight or anything like that, but um it was one of them you just you grab the opportunity with both hands because they don't come along every every week. Um, so yeah, um it's frustrating but you know, these things happen in boxing and you, you just gotta you just gotta stay committed to 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 what you love doing and
0: I was gonna ask you that. God, are you are you one of them that is always in the gym? Are you a bit of a gym rat, or do you, do you, are you always ready? <laughs> no, no, so, that's a serious question. Some people aren't. When um, they only train for a fight, don't they? Some. Yeah. Are I mean, you always in there?
1: I think, like, that year out, um, it taught me a big lesson, and since then, I've been in the gym. I've, I've, I've kept my weight down, because you never know when these opportunities could Absolutely, pop up. Yeah. Like, you could get a phone call, asking if you want to wear a tattoo, because that, that, that's what that's what happens most of the time. Mm. Like, um these, 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 people, these guys with the world titles, um, they just think, well, what we'll do is we'll just phone him with five weeks' notice and, you know, we will have to take it because it's a world title fight. So, so really, you've just got to make sure you're ready when, when that phone call comes and and that's it. Like I've learned to stay in the gym and, and keep myself in
0: shape. Well, that's it. You've, you've you've hit kind of a nail on the head there regarding that phone call when it does come in because you'll get the some guy from overseas who's a world champ who maybe wants to grow a little bit of profile in the UK. So they want a test, don't they? They want mm-hmm. they want someone to give them a test when they come to mm-hmm. the UK in order to grow a profile. So that phone call will come for someone like yourself who's the European bantamweight champion. Hopefully,
1: hopefully <laughs> it will come soon. And as I say, I'll be I'll be ready when it comes. Um, I mean. I'd prefer to get myself in a mandatory spot so that you know I have a good 10 weeks notice yeah, for that world title fight Um but you know that doesn't always
0: happen so well how do we go about doing that do we get a rematch with Lee Haskins on is that what well, we do well
1: that, that that would be ideal I mean I'm ranked ninth now by the IBF Um after me fight on Saturday you know providing a win and and, and, and the way it goes which what I plan is to do then I get a higher ranking again,
0: and... um, But it helps to beat somebody that's in that ranking alongside you, isn't it?
1: My opponent is one, ranked one behind me. I'm nine, he's Mm ten. So you beat someone at that level, you shoot up the rankings. Um, Askins has got Stuart Hall. I don't know when that fight is yet, but... You know, hopefully after that, you know, I just... Maybe I could get an eliminator with someone, and then get that Askins fight because that is the fight that I want
0: talk to me about that Askins fight from Prize Fighter, right I know you're smiling but that's the only blemish on your record at this moment in time yeah. for me as a fight fan and a person that commentates on this a lot I always look at Prize Fighter as just like a whatever you know what I mean because it is a such a short it's three three minute rounds mm. it's a short thing it suits some fighters it doesn't suit others mm. your style is more suited for professional boxing than amateur boxing Prizefighter is suited for an amateur style if we're honest so, how do you look at that defeat? Because it hasn't come in a an eight or a ten or a twelve round contest. It has come in a in a prize fighter situation.
1: Yeah, I think
0: you can I, be straight on this show, man. I, I, you can tell I, I, him how it is. On night,
1: Lee, Lee was just he, he was just too experienced for me. He knew he knew how to deal with me. I was um, when I when I in the early stages of my pro career, I was quite wild and um, and I had no patience really and. Uh, you know, Lee knew how to deal with that, and he he, he slowed the pace down. He he was an awkward southpaw, and and you know he beat me on the night. You know, uh, I did get a bad cut in the first round, which was uh, pouring into me eye the whole fight. But you know, he, you know, I won't take that away from me. He beat me on the night, but I've come a long way since then, mm. and uh, I think if we got in the ring, you'd fancy today, it over a championship fight. Oh, definitely. 10-12 rounds. You fancy I, I mean, it. I watched them. I watched them fight. Uh, I can't remember the fella's name. Uh, in his in his last defence, and uh, you know, I was looking. I was rubbing my hands. I was thinking, his chin is in the air. Every time he throws, and you know, I'd I would be landing shots on, on that chin.
0: <laughs> well, you like to fight inside. Let's be honest. That's how. You, I mean, you can box. Of course, you can box. But you like to get in. You like to get in there and sh- and throw him at a short range.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'd, I've been working on on both both aspects of my game, as in uh, fighting inside, I'm fighting outside now. So on Saturday, you'll probably see a bit of a mix of both. Yeah,
0: but traditionally, uh, your natural instinct, you come on, man, you yeah, like a fight. I mean, you, you Ryan, you, could, you, you like could, a fight, man. Yeah. You like it in there, don't you?
1: <laughs> yeah, of course, yeah, of course. I, 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 yeah, Look at the I grin I like, on I this like much now. It when <laughs> now. I like it when someone does come to fight. But as um, i was saying, in the pros, it's, it's different to the amateurs in the amateurs. Yeah. You know, you know I had three rounds and, and I would I would go in and 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 just fight. But I've been you know, I've been watching a lot of a lot of good fighters who who can box on the outside and just wait for you to make a mistake. But you know, while while doing that still being aggressive. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to showing every showing everyone on Saturday what I've been working on in the gym.
0: He likes the fight, basically. Um you you keep in quite a straight face in front of me and I think this has come from your uh, your poker playing days. Is this true? 'Cause I've been, you know, I mean we speak to some people, Jazza <laughs> keeps me in updated with everything that's going on at ERT. He keeps he keeps me updated with everything. So I'm led to believe that you're a bit of a mean poker player. Is this true?
1: I'm okay, like I mean when I'm in camp I don't play because you know, you're there for hours, aren't you? Yeah, if of you course. go out you you really don't get home until three o'clock in the morning. But, uh, but yeah, I do like a good game of poker. Are you
0: in, in what environment? Are you casual in there? So do you get down to the casino? Or Both, are you, yeah. You um, get stuck right in there?
1: I love going to the casino and trying to work people out, people who I don't know.
0: Um, do you find that helps boxing? Just the mind games aspect of it? I think that boxing helps poker. The other way around? Yeah. Because you're used to reading opponents, yeah. seeing in their eyes, this kid's not up for yeah, it. This kid just, is up for it.
1: Yeah, I can just see things in their eyes. I mean, obviously you get you get good poker players, so they are hard to read. But you know, you get novices, and you just read them like a book. <laughs> uh,
0: regarding other things away from boxing, I know that you're uh, you're a qualified PT, is that right?
1: I did do I did do a uh, personal training for a while. Um,
0: Was that because you wanted pro? Was that because you wanted to educate yourself about the nutrition of stuff?
1: Well, yeah, I mean, you know, it, it did help me a lot in learning So do you do your own stuff now? Because
0: like um, other people have teams I'd, and stuff well, like that. Well, I do my I I do
1: strength at a place called Peak Performance, yeah. uh, which is a CrossFit gym, and uh, in the, the old Albion it is, um, up by St. George's Church, and I think they've only been open just over a year, but they've uh, it's really took off, and since I've been doing the strength work with them my strength's gone through the roof and so you know I'm going to continue to stay with, mm. there with them and, and they sponsor me with my strength stuff so I can go over and, and my mates in there so you know they, they look after me and they get me in top shape for my fights
0: mm. and uh, are you still doing a bit on the old plastering or not?
1: <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> No I was speaking to someone about
0: that the other day yeah. How did that come about? Is that just one of them where pff, need to get a tread maybe just yeah. in case this doesn't work out?
1: No, it was... I, I, like, when I was younger, I was in an out-of-boxing. Obviously, you leave school and you think, well, what am I doing? And I didn't have a clue what I was going to do. So, uh, we remember going to a place called Vocational College, and I still didn't know what I wanted to do in there. They were doing, like, um, <coughs> bricklaying, joinery, and plastering. And I think plastering was, like, the, the hardest one that I wanted to do. So, I, I liked the challenge, and uh, I took to it. I took to it quite, quite good, and... Um, it's, it's a good workout plaster <laughs> you know what I mean so I think I like that side of it um, stayed t- t- done that in, a, in and out of jobs with people for a bit and then uh, when I realised I wanted to turn pro you know I made the sacrifice to, to, to leave the job and put, put all my focus into, into boxing
0: it's important isn't it that, that it is a 24-7 we we come across so many fighters that are doing balancing all different stuff family life work life because let's be honest everybody looks at boxing and goes oh, you're a multimillionaire, mate you know what I mean you're a boxer you're a European champion you must have a few quid yeah. all this type of stuff we know the people that follow it know yeah. what the realities yeah, of, of, of of course if you become world champion then the money starts to come that's where yeah. that's where the big life-changing amounts of money is there's got to be a, a genuine belief aspect then within that fighter yourself to know that you've got what it takes mentally and physically to be able to make that type of thing happen for yourself
1: yeah, I mean, you you, you you're spot on. Uh, um, everyone does look at boxers and just thinks, oh, I don't know, but it just doesn't work like that, as you say.
0: They also don't see what goes on in the gym as well.
1: Well, I know that's it. You get, what, half an hour, 45 minutes on the night to show what you can do. And, you know, that's, you know, you train for... <laughs> you might train for two, three months, and you only get that little spot. So, you know, if you're not right on the night, then... You know, you've got to go back and start again. But, um, yeah, I, I decided to take that risk and, and leave my job. And, and, you know, it wasn't easy, you know. <laughs> you know, as you say, you know, you're skint, you're skint, you know what I mean? But when you've got that belief, mm. then it's enough to, to get you where you're going. And, you know, when you've got good people around you, good coaches, then, you know, that that helps. You know, you can't do it on your own. Um no, I've got a, I've got a few people to thank for that. You know, I'm sitting here with this Kate. It's not KET by the way. It's Kate. No, I was gonna to say, man. You don't, you don't want to stay um, off the cat,
0: pal. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but they they actually they actually a, a boss company. Them they they program the robots uh, that build your cars in like Vauxhall and places like that. It stands for Kevin and Elliot to me, It just so happens to spell cat. <laughs> <laughs> so a lot of people do ask about that. It's not horse tranquilizer. But no, it's something else. No, it's not the else. stuff that all the kids are on these days. It's, they, they're actually a very really good company, and they've helped me out from the start, so, you know, big thank you to them. Um, I don't know if it's you no know, goodness. Yeah, goodness yeah. grill on Vauxhall. Well, they, they help me out. They give me all my meals, which, you know, when I get home from the gym, I don't want to cook, you know, and I haven't got a bed, so <laughs> I've got no one to cook for me. So they do all my cooking for me,
0: and... Uh, you know that's, that support network's important though. And uh, you, uh, it, it, earlier on, we alluded alluded to ERT as well. How important is it for you to be involved in a gym like that when you've got guys around you like Jazzer and all those type of boys that are obviously as equally as ambitious as you to go and hit their own goals? It pulls you along a bit, doesn't
1: it? Definitely. Um, like Kev Satz for example. We, uh, There's a character. Was, he was in the gym earlier. <laughs> 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 um, yeah. And. Um, uh, I remember, I, I just remember over the years, like, one sec, you know, Kev would be up there and then, you know, I'd have to work harder than him and then I'd go up and we've just been dragging each other up yeah. for years now. And then obviously, Jaja came, Steve Lewis and, you know, we've got a load of amateurs coming up, Peter McGrail, but, uh, Brandon Dyer just turned over. So, uh, like quality breeds, quality sort of thing, do you know what I mean? So if you're around that for long enough, you can't help but learn and 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 take it all in. So yeah, it's great to be part of that environment. And you know, obviously the coaches are very educated in, in what they do, and they know what they're talking about. So you just got the the whole package there, really. And uh, it's just a great environment for mm. to, for for to, for quality to come out of.
0: You don't have to answer this question if you don't want to. It's about Jazza, right? Um, So I'll phone him later on and get the answer myself. But I know that he's not on, obviously, this weekend uh, on the Liam Smith card. Um, At the weekend, we were speaking to various fighters who were alluding to the fact that he will be on the uh, Tyson Fury undercard later on this year, and it might be against uh, Rigondeau. What do you know about it?
1: Um, I I know nothing about
0: that. (laughs) See, diplomatic (laughs) answer, mate. I'll have to phone Jazza (laughs) to get the actual legit uh, answer on that. I know nothing. Right, good. <laughs> don't ask me man, I'm not getting in any trouble Good lad uh, Ryan, pleasure mate, mean, you in I the can, studio pal thank you. Um, We wish you all the best at the weekend And like you say, um, I don't think that's uh, out, of the, out of the question To be thinking in 12 months from now That we're uh, in world title action For uh, that Bantamweight crown, man
1: Definitely um, IBF, WBA, WBC, WBO Any of them Any of you the world, He'll, t- world t- he'll title. take your man
0: um, and and what, regarding travel as well, because it is difficult to get that shot, to get a champion to come to the yeah. UK. Um, your weight division, a lot of it, maybe it might be Japan, something like that, you know what I mean, out to in Asia?
1: Two of them are here. Jamie McDonnell's got the WBA, and the yep. got the IBF. Um, a Japanese fella's got the WBC. That's right, yeah. And I think a, tha- a fella from Thailand's got the WBO. I'll go anywhere, me. Uh, uh, Travelling
0: really doesn't concern me. Gets you holiday as well, doesn't it? You know what I mean?
1: No, like when I went to Belgium, I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed the whole experience. Fighting out of your comfort zone, so to well, say. I'm going to say
0: that. That must give you a lot of confidence because that was the first time you fought abroad, wasn't it? Belgium, yeah. as a pro. Yeah. Um, and to come away with, against a geezer that is a, a former two-weight uh, world title challenger, you know what I mean? To be in to have to pulled uh, pull that off, you must be thinking, right, I belong amongst the elite now.
1: Yeah, well, it just uh, it just it just verifies you're doing, yeah. that to you, don't it? That you because like you know in the back of your mind that, but it's going and doing it is a completely different thing. And the way I look at it, you know, it's just you're just in a square ring, you know what I mean? And you know that ring could be anywhere, you know. You just gotta you just gotta do what you do, uh, on any other night and and just stay focused and not let not let anybody. I mean, the Belgium crowd were you know the Belgians are nice people so it weren't really hostile so I didn't get to experience that which you know I wouldn't have minded because I would have liked to have seen how how it felt just to be mm-hmm. in, in that environment because it, it, it will go, it will happen one day I'm sure um, but yeah it, I, I love traveling I, I gotta I go, I go anywhere and fight thank you for listening if you like what you heard subscribe via iTunes